saying that the symptoms to watch for are aggression, foaming from the mouth, deterioration of motor skills, and an unbelievable hunger. Be advised that if an infected becomes hostile, the only way to harm them is to shoot them in the head. Sorry to keep you waiting. <laughs> yeah, it has been a little over a week, huh? A little over a week, yeah. <laughs> oh, the introduction there we just wanted to say was because... We're all fucking slaves. We're all slaves on the plantation now. The plantation of America, the rulers and the elites have us right where they want us. You know, you go out and you work all week and you do everything that you can do. You toil and you, you strive to make better and all they want to do is take, take, take. Yeah, we're all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's my take on it. We're just fucked. Yeah. You, you, and then Buy you, ammunition in fucking large quantities. Please. Yeah, you know, I wish that, you know... Our last episode, we did one called No More Kings, and it, it struck so true. I mean, uh, we want to thank everybody because it was our most downloaded podcast yet. We we actually broke the uh, 500 mark on our downloads, which is, which is good for us. I mean, we, we never had 500 downloads before, so we obviously, people are starting to, to, to listen to us. That and was the last one? Very last one, yeah. <laughs> that seemed like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it was a little while ago. But the fact remains that these people, our so-called leaders, you know, they don't lead me. Do they lead you? They, they, nope. No. You know, they need to get out of the way and quit picking our pockets every day. You know, we, we are the ones out here producing. We are the ones out here working and trying to get things done. And they just want to take and take and take and give it to the people who, uh, who don't. 
you know, I saw a really good article. It was called uh, Creation of the Zombie Nation or something like that. <laughs> Creation of the Zombie Nation, where all these people have figured out, which is one of the problems over in England that they had right now over in the UK with, with all these riots that's going on. A lot of those people are just living on the government dime, you know. And they feel like they could go out and they can they deserve to loot these stores and do what they got to do to you know to get their stuff. It wasn't political uh, uh, motivation yeah, was behind. A little, a little political. Well, maybe the original. They, they were getting tired of getting stopped in the street every night and strip searched. Right, but then the zombies come out and use that as an excuse to just what? I'm just saying how it got started. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. The you you are There's correct. A lot, of, a lot of racism over there with the. Authorities, racism. Yeah, the police are racist. There was all white people out there in the freaking street. I know. So, ho, 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 it started out, uh, but but it's the black people that get abused the most over there. Do they? Mm-hmm. I haven't heard that. Yeah, I've heard quite a um, many old people talking about how many years they've been uh, getting harassed by the authorities in the UK. But uh, now it's just turned into it's like uh, you can't. What's the saying? Never let a good crisis go to waste. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's true. It. That's it. So the powers that be freaking decided uh, we got a good crisis going on here. Let's fucking not let it go to waste. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they started paying people to freaking tear shit up. And there is speculation that the, a lot of those looters were being paid to go out and tear shit up. You are, I did hear that. It is speculation, but I, it makes sense to me. I could see it. Yeah. Freaking Soros and his cronies. Yep. Paying the motherfuckers to tear the shit out. Regardless, you know, I understand that the whole thing originally started was because uh, a man got shot by the police, correct? Yeah, that was like the... The trigger point where they... It had happened before, but that, that that's like the heat of the moment there, yeah. Okay. But then it, it's just like any any other crisis that happens... The other people go, hey, let's go out there. We we get TVs. We get, you know, remember? Don't you remember the uh, L.A. riots? Oh yeah, it turns into a zombie fest. That's no doubt about that. Exactly. Enough of the U.K. We're talking about you got America. People that are just doing it for the lulls. You know, and then you have our president. You know, on vacation. Hey, where'd y'all go on y'all's last vacation, people? Yeah, Martha's Martha's Vineyard. Okay, okay, that's cool. <laughs> go. You know, can't you and Michelle ride on the same plane? No, let's take Air Force One and Air Force Two. Or take your bus. Or something. That you just paid a billion dollars for. It wasn't a billion. <laughs> it was 1.1 million. There's three of them. Yeah, but he, he's only got one. The one goes to, from what I understand from the Secret Service, is one's going to go to the Republican. Uh, yeah, the Republican nominee because the Secret Service has to protect him. And then the other one's like a backup. Depending on where it needs to be, they can shuttle it between the wherever or whatever. But that's regardless. Oh, and the, by I the way, that bus was made in Canada. I heard that the bus base price was a million. Uh, no, it was one point one million. Oh, altogether. Yeah, that's what I that's what I read. Unless, of course, this is from mainstream media who doesn't really want to tell you that they probably retrofitted you know another two million dollars worth of freaking surveillance gear on it. You know. Yeah, mainstream media. Speaking of mainstream media, thank you, mainstream media, for continuing not to cover Ron Paul. You fucking idiots. <laughs> Fuck you. All five of you in the ass. Yeah, but you know. He still raised $1.8 Cover that. 
Yeah, well, and as his website was being cyber attacked on his birthday, <laughs> you know, we had a chance to go to that Liberty Summit up there in Orlando. We, I didn't know Ron Paul was going to be speaking in it, or we we should have took off. Back to our king and his queen. Yeah, in Martha's Vineyard, eating their three hundred dollar meals and and you know at taxpayers' expense, taking those two planes really just burns me up. What happened, Mr. President, when you said it's time for all of America to eat their peas, you know? You remember yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, well, how about you You leading by example? Uh, he's eating his golden duck. Yeah, he's eating his golden roasted freaking fuckwa. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fuckwa on this one, motherfucker. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No offense to you French out there. <laughs> yeah, no offense. Oh, my God, you know. Oh, where am I at here? I don't know what I got here. Oh, yeah, $50,000 a week farmhouse he's renting up there. 50, I'm sure that's a government government expense. Along, that's how much the farmhouse costs alone that he's renting up there, $50,000 a week. All right. But just the, the the idea that Michelle Obama couldn't wait two hours for, for the president to ride with, they couldn't all ride together. They had to take two separate planes, you know? Commercial airliners. Well, Air Force One and Air Force Two, they have to have they their... They ain't small. No, they're not small, just for them, too, you know? How much it cost to operate this one? Oh, my God, I can only imagine. So, like, can you save some money? No, 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 that's not... No, 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 they are the... They are they are the kings, and so I'm. She couldn't s- wait an, two hours. No. So she took off without him in her own jet. Yes, yes, she took. I didn't even know they had two jets. <laughs> yeah, they got Air Force One, Air Force Two. You know, and it's it's re- for the vice president though. Isn't it? I don't know how it all works. I don't know, but I know that she had to take her own the Air Force so Two. They must have three. I probably got ten because they're the freaking elitist, and they they can have as many as they want. Well, I'm just getting at you know if there was a national security uh, problem, wouldn't the vice president need his jet? Yes, but they're probably I have another one there on stand. But you're right; they probably got four, five, six, or half a dozen of them. I don't know how many they have. I know how many. How many do you have <laughs> listening to this podcast? No, we get to get groped. And molested going through the TSA line, you know, to just to ride commercial flights, you know? Yeah, just to ride in the fucking cancer chamber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We get to get zapped by the radiation before we get our nuts fondled, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Who do these people think they are, you know? And it's time for us to vote every damn one of them out of there. And I don't. And look, look, look. This ain't an Obama thing. He feels entitled to it because all the past presidents have done it. Yeah, they have, and that's a problem too. You know, this this ain't railing against Obama and Michelle. They're not doing anything that the Bushes or the Clintons or anyone else has hasn't done. You know, he's gonna win again. You know, if they put, I don't, I don't know. I think, uh, I think he uh, Rick Perry's been picked by the Bilderberg to you know to to take over. Oh no! Yeah. Don't 
Listen to episode one if you he ain't scared to make some changes. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> he is another progressive big government Republican. Don't let him feed you that Tea Party small government line that he's he's rehearsed so well. You know that. I mean, I got some Rick Perry info right here. That the one thing that really got me about Rick Perry was the fact that his uh, campaign manager, right? Uh, he left. He left his campaign uh, and went to work for this drug company. And then the drug company, uh, all of a sudden, Rick Perry puts in legislation in order to make it mandato- mandatory for all those women to get uh, Gardasil shots, which is supposed to it's supposed to uh, eliminate the risk of uh, ovarian cancer and a, and a couple of other different things. Um, and it might. I don't know. What among making you sterile? Probably. Oh, here, here's my. Here, I got my Rick Perry right here. He's got the documents. I got the documents, people. In respect of Alex. <laughs> the thing is, the, the the it was his buddy who was the head of this pharmaceutical company that used to run his campaign, and now he was set up. And his company was set up to make millions and millions of dollars if he could have passed this thing and got it mandatory. You had no choice. You see? It's like, all right, now the government is saying that you have to get these injections in order to what? To live? What happens if you don't get them? What happens then? What happens if the girls say no? Or, oh, the parents tell us, no, we're not going to inject our, our you know, daughters with this, with this drug. You see what I'm saying? How can the government get to the point where it actually can mandate we're sticking needles in you whether you like it or not? Well, that's bull. That's fucking bullshit. Because they don't stick anything in your list. They got something to make out of it. They 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 gained. They gained to accomplish something. Right. I mean, what's the what's the what's the catch? How are they making money by saying you got to pay for the shot? Is the shot expensive? Yeah. Well, the government, the the state government of Texas, would have to pay for it and probably be subsidized by some sort of minimal payment by the people that actually have to get it, it doesn't matter. All that drug is coming from that pharmaceutical company. Right. Right? That his campaign manager now runs. Big Pharma. Okay, right. So that's their slant. Right. He, he was, he's he making was, money for, for his big pharmacy. Uh, for his big pharmaceutical buddy there that used to run his campaign. Right. Okay. You see what I mean? It, it was, it's all a scam. Yeah, I know. They have to make something. And let's don't forget about him and the NAFTA highway, you know, Oh, don't even get me on the NAFTA highway where he was actually going to well, tell the, the trans my- corridor. They call it the Texas trans corridor or something like that. Hold right. on, let me find it. The trans Texas corridor, right? That's what it was called, where they were going to take a, a one-mile strip from the Mexican border all the way up through Oklahoma, one mile wide, but it was only for oh. one highway and one railroad. Do you need a mile wide? It was going to be the biggest land grab of government right over people's private farming property, you know, right through the center. It's ours now. That's, that is nothing but NAFTA bullshit. He is for the North American Union, the, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, the mandatory injections of of these drugs or vaccines into people regardless of what they think he is not for liberty so he's just like the rest of the puppets they put in place he's a zombie so we got one cfr member leaving office 
and, and Obama. Yeah, uh, right. If if Perry wins, mm-hmm. and then we got Bilderberg guy stepping in his in his shoes. Yeah, yeah, makes sense, huh? Yeah, that's many years of uh, kings there. Yeah, it's it's all it is. And everybody talks about this left right crap, and it ain't a left right. It is not Republican Democrat. You know where the where the it's just like when Bush left off with the Patriot Act and the in the wars. Obama picked up the ball and moved it on down the field a little further. And when he's <coughs> excuse me, when he's out of the play, and the next guy coming, Rick Perry, he's going to pick the ball up and continue going to reach their goal. That that's what happens. And yeah. we we are just freaking slaves on the plantation. You know, working to support this bullshit that, that has n- nothing to do with anything, you know? Yeah, they ain't true leaders of the American people. I believe that uh, thanks shooting at the president, uh-huh. they're fucking puppets. The president. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do that to us? <laughs> That's just, I, I see it. If they ain't shooting at them, they ain't doing their job right. <laughs> oh, the <God>. powers of be. <laughs> Oh boy! You mean shoot, shooting at him with yeah. a gun? Yeah. If who ain't shooting at him? The, the freaking one percent elite in the world, the powers that be, WO. Right. If somebody were to get in there to actually do their job, uh-huh. like we want them to do it, right, they would be getting shot at. Right. That's what I'm saying. How many years since the last pres- president got shot at? Oh, uh, Reagan. Please me, I am not. So no, right. The president. <laughs> Insert disclaimer here. <laughs> right. Leave my <laughs> microphone alone, bitch. <laughs> like you have it pointed at your head. <laughs> Insert the disclaimer. Why are you saying that? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was we Reagan. We, we're not saying uh, any, having anything to do with shooting the president. I'm no, just no. saying that it's been a long time since the president got shot at. And it used to be like every the, every president that was elected every twenty year cycle, and it yeah. got broken with uh, George Bush. Yeah, and he didn't get shot at. No, in two thousand, yeah, he was a huge puppet. I know. Well, our, I know that's why he, he was. He was lots of good things for the powers of be. Right, Patriot Act and yeah, war and, and all kinds all, of shit. All kinds of good. So they let him. That's they, what I'm saying. If they ain't getting shot at, they suck. Right. If they're getting shot at, they're probably working too much for the people. Yeah. Right. They I might gotcha. be working for the powers that be, but they ain't working hard enough. Right. I got you. I see, I see what you're saying now. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, what did we do well, to Clinton? F- didn't get shot at either. Huh? Well, no, he didn't. He wasn't in the 20 year cycle. Oh. See, that was the weird thing. Ever since Lincoln, every t- president that was elected on a date ending with a zero, like. If Gore would have won. 1980. Like he should have. 20 years, 1960, he would have got shot at. 1960, just for being na- stupid. 1980, 2000. It's really weird. Every yeah. president was shot at. Yeah. Except for Bush. It was that is. It, he didn't have a grenade thrown at him, didn't he? Did he? Or no, that was the plot. He was in some other country giving a speech. Oh, was he? They uncovered a, a plot that a grenade was going to be thrown at him or something like that. He got a shoe thrown at him. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to shake that man's hand. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he got a shoe thrown at him, and he, and I ain't gonna lie, man, Bush ducked that like he knew what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, he was a little squirrely. Yeah, that was a, that was pretty funny. Well, anyway, what else you got? I don't know. I'm really like just still still mad about this uh, us living on the plantation stuff. It's like I, I look out and I just 
And there was a there, how can I put this? There was a uh, uh, a young lady that that um, no longer works with us, our, our company, and you know she's got a couple kids and she's trying to make it. And, and there's people, you know, she really needed her job. And it's like there's no mercy right now. Do you know what I'm saying? And she does not want to go on the welfare system. And and she cried to me for for 20 minutes. And you know, and I felt bad. You know, she's just trying to to get ahead and do her thing. But it's uh, I don't know. It, it's one of them situations where the people that are trying are getting penalized. The people that ain't trying are getting subsidized. And that's it, you know? And that's not the way it's supposed to be. But it is what it is, and what do you do, you know? Well, you keep on swinging that blade and chopping that cotton. (laughs) (laughs) We're all slaves. I know. It it is. We're just working to support this political apparatus that is nothing but force and intimidation. And I'm not saying we have it as bad as slaves had it. Please don't take this the wrong way. I'm just saying it could be a lot better, and it sucks right now. Yeah, we have no freedom. You know, that's what you're. That's what what I'm taking out of it. It's. I wish we could just starve the government of all of its funds. You know, and shrink it down. It's a tumor. That's all it is, and it and it and it needs to be shrunk. And it's and it's feeding. On the lifeblood of America's, you know. Oh, and I'm really worried about this thing going on in Jackson Hole this week. That uh, Wyoming, yeah. You know, you got your Fed chairman and the Fed board and the Treasury Timothy Geithner's there, and and it's so weird because like Obama's he's on vacation. You know, it's like y'all go do y'all's thing and let me know what I got to do next. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's weird. It's it doesn't make any sense how. A private bank can have so much control over the economy of a country, but when you hold the monopoly of money, that is what you can do. And they're actually proposing uh, quantitative easing number three. Number one didn't work. Number two didn't work. That just sounds foul. Number three, let's try number th- three is the charm. That just sounds like something you put Vaseline on. Quantitative easing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This ain't going to hurt so much. Let me just slit just the tip. Just a tip. (laughs) (laughs) Quantitative easing. Quantitative. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Bernanke. Right. Oh, all right. Here, I'm gonna throw my uh, Rick Perry stuff aside because I don't even. Fourteen reasons why Rick Perry would be a really, really bad president. I'm not gonna read them off, but I should. Go look it up. He's not who he pretends to be. Uh, he's not even George. George Bush had a, a certain likability about him. You know, there was a certain down homeness that he did have that seemed authentic. You know, no, just knowing that he was on the outs with his pops for so long. <laughs> you know, it was like until he discovered God. Right. Well, then, yeah, and, and somebody, something happened along the way where he just woke up and said, "All right, Daddy, I'll do your bidding." But you know, there was a certain authentic, authenticism, is that a word? Authenticism? Mm-hmm. About him that, you know, and even though I d- disagreed with going to war uh, and getting all caught up in what was going on overseas with Iraq and, 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 and 
even the first war in uh, Kuwait, you know. Um, but there was a certain level, like you said, where he he was a, a likable guy, and you kind of believed him. He, he played the doofus real well, there, but that man was anything but stupid, you know. But Rick Perry isn't even likable. It's almost like, have y'all seen that movie They Live? You know, where where you can put on the glasses and you can see the aliens. It's like, oh, but only yeah. only if you had the glasses. It's almost like you can see right through that guy as, as the as the uh, faker that he is, you know? Yeah, I, I don't like him. Yeah, I don't like him either. All right, we'll get off Rick Perry. So Ron, I, I was Ron, off of him, but I don't know how I got back Ron on. Paul. <laughs> Ron Paul beat. <laughs> I'm sorry to bring this up. This is from the Rockefeller Foundation. Conference calls for rapid worldwide access to new cervical cancer vaccines. The greatest need for vaccines seen in women and girls in the, in the developing countries. You know, but we might as well give them to the slaves in America too. And of course, uh, why don't they push that free cure for cancer on us? You, you, the one that they don't make can't make any money on. Well, you you said that that uh, they wasn't able to uh, put it on the market because there wouldn't be no money in it. Right. Right. Yep. So there you go. Proven cure for cancer. No money in it. We don't get it. Yeah. Where did you see that on YouTube? Uh-huh. Where did you see that? Uh, I don't know. It was some special on TV. And I don't. It I don't know why. Speech television. I know it takes sure. eight hundred million dollars to bring a drug to market. Oh, it was eight hundred billion. I'm sorry. Which one was it? Do you remember? I know it's some astronomical amount of money. It doesn't even matter. But yeah. a lot of times, drug companies won't take things to market because they can't make money off of it in the end. And a lot of it has to do, like seventy-five percent of the cost of bringing a drug to market is the FDA, F- FDA, and the, and the regulations and the and the legal system and having to meander through it and, and they, make make their payoffs to the kings in order it, to they get got it. Fixed so that you can't bring something good to the market. Oh. They don't want to save lives. Right. They don't. No, no, no. It's eugenicist programs at its finest, you know? If you don't know about eugenicism. Yeah, what was that? Uh, you know go learn. The Freakonomics um, thing. The f- oh, yeah, what about it? Rogan mentioned it on his podcast. Yeah, what was he talking about? Oh, oh, about the crime rate dropping twenty years after the Roe the versus Wade, or Roe versus Wade, and there's speculation to say that the the crime rate dropped because a lot of the there was a big spike in in uh, yeah, abortions. Well, it, it was you know, right at eighteen years. Yeah, eighteen twenty years prior, and right. then, and then at that mark after Roe versus Wade, eight, eighteen twenty years later, there was a, a a big decrease in crime, and they think that because most of these abortion clinics are in lower income areas to uh, you know unwed mothers and single moms and and what they consider the scourge of society that therefore they're not producing kids so or if they are they're having them aborted so that they're not growing up and creating crime later and it was a big cause of the reduction in crime they just aborted the criminals yeah <laughs> that's the way they put it they but just, uh, what if our next einstein was in that group i know you or know martin luther king right yeah exactly it, it, it doesn't make any sense. <sighs> Here we go. More mandates from the from the kings. <laughs> Says that you're not allowed to have raw milk. 
and I'm sure all of y'all that are in the know have probably seen the videos of the FDA and oh, no, was it FDA? Who was it? The uh, this is the plantation of sedition. It's the master. Yeah, we all got to pay our dues to the masters, right. right? Because they are the ones in charge, and they they always got to let us know that they're in charge. That we and we have to pay our uh, what is it? We have to make our payoffs to them in order to be left alone and go about our business like good little servant yeah. peasants that we are. You know, You're not born free. You have to buy your freedom. Right? Yeah, you do. You're exactly correct. So I want to buy. I would like. I would choose to have raw milk, and I can't. <laughs> you know, but there was a place out in California called Rawsome Foods, and it got raided by. I wish I remember who. Raw. And awesome. Yeah, like all one word. Rawsome. Rawsome. The FDA and the who, CDT. Who don't, who CDC. Don't want milk from Rawsome. I would like to get all kinds of stuff from Rawsome. I wish we had one here close by here on the Treasure Coast where we live where we could get raw milk and, and fresh produce right out the farms, you know, not. Got me some Rawsome. <laughs> you like that word, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it, it, the. They said that the studies that they're using on is anybody protesting milk. that? Oh, there's all kinds of people out there protesting. Hey, it. Any, yeah, Hoopleheads out in what is it, California? Yeah, California, go support that guy. He's still in jail. What's his name? Is he still in jail? I don't know. If I he, don't know. I don't know if he got out or not. I the, thought he was still in jail. I heard about it like a week ago. I imagine he's probably got bell set now. I don't know. We have to look that up before we misspeak. They ain't letting him out of jail. Why not? Oh, yeah. He's a terrorist. He's selling raw milk. (laughs) (laughs) Damn him. The one thing that I found out about that that really shocked me about the whole thing was the the data that they're using on homogenized and pasteurized milk. And the reason that they do it is because, you know, the data they're using is like 90 years old. Back in the 90 years ago, I imagine raw milk was a real hard thing to find when they trucked it in the hot fucking summer. They didn't have refrigerated yeah, trucks then. People were poor. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, people got a lot of bad milk and died, you right, know, right. <laughs> or got sick. And they or, didn't have medicine. Right, you know, but we live in a, a different time. immune systems. Who knows? I don't know. But I know that raw some fucking milk would be good right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a glass. I wish I had a glass of right raw some, too. I can tit of a cow. Yeah, dude, yeah, because, you know, and it's supposed to be so good and healthy for you, especially, you know, but our transportation system is better, and our refrigeration systems are better, and it's not bad for you now. Do you know what I mean? Trust me when I tell you that I would not have trusted milk back in 1940. I wouldn't doubt if the big fucking milk companies are behind it going, go get that motherfucker. We can't have people fucking selling milk on their own. Exactly. Exactly. Because th- it was taken off. He, they were rapidly growing. And, and they had it as a private co-op, okay? So you had to buy a membership to this thing. So therefore, you knew what you were buying. A membership through the door... So that you could have access to raw and fresh food. Okay? Yeah. Makes like, sense to me. Just like you, the private clubs back in Charleston. Mm-hmm. You buy a membership to it. Right. So that you can drink all you want. Right. For cheap. Right. <laughs> well, and they could, leave, they, could, they could leave the riffraff out the door because it was a private 
club. Yeah. Okay? That's what this is. It's a private club where you paid your membership due, and you had access to it for a year, you know, and you renewed your membership, and what it was a, not what, a problem. What other kind of things were they selling? Um, oh, they oh, like raw goat milk and, and real cheeses made out of made out of uh, raw milk. Not real cheese. Oh, the real cheese. Non pasteurized. Uh, oh yeah, no with preservatives. The, real cheese with the, the green stinky punk. shit. Yeah, that's right. Ah, <laughs> stinky cheese. That's right. What people don't realize about raw milk, it has so many probiotics that get in your system. Good stuff that that help you in digestion. You know, they say that there's people that are lactose intolerant that can actually drink raw milk, you know? Uh-huh. Oh, and then they had, they had fruits and, and organic, you know, vegetables and, and, and all that kind of stuff, too, you know? There was nothing cooked or processed, you know? Even the cheese was made all natural. It was raw, raw food. I like the idea. I like the concept. I wish there was one or something similar close to us because we'd have to go there. If we can afford to eat here real soon... You know? <laughs> Fuck that, I ain't getting put in jail, nigga. Now on to the... <laughs> what? <laughs> Never mind. I ain't even going to say nothing. Secret history of guns. We posted this on. God, he breaks up with another one. Hell yeah, because we posted this on our Facebook page. And if you ain't went to our Facebook fan page, y'all go there and please like it. All right? And and go to, uh, while I'm at it, go to our iTunes and leave some reviews. It'll help us us get some ratings there, all right? (laughs) Well, one of the things I never realized was that um, one of the biggest proponents of of gun rights and, and people having guns was the Black Panther Party. That's right. <laughs> they, uh, you know, when they marched on to uh, the capital of, uh, in California, in Sacramento, they had they had uh, three fifty seven revolvers and shotguns and all kinds of stuff. They wasn't breaking any laws then, but all of a sudden it was then the NRA and then governor of California, Ronald Reagan, uh, got with uh, the legislators of the state and said, oh, oh, my God. We can't help black people who have carrying guns in the streets, you know? And they freaking actually started making laws against it. Yeah, didn't they have, like, a huge march where they just carried the guns? Yeah, they never used them. They, you know, they they just marched on on the capital of Sacramento. And I really wish I knew more about it, and I'm going to learn. So if I misspeak here, y'all, please bear with me because I'm learning about this as I go. I'd like to know why they marched on that Capitol building, and I can't remember exactly why. I do know it was like in 68 or 69 or 67 or something like that. That was uh, still civil rights shit going on. Probably. 24 men and six women climbed the Capitol steps, and one man, Bobby Seale, began to read from a prepared statement. He said, quote, the American people in general and the black people in particular... Uh, must take careful note of the racist California legislator aimed at keeping the black people disarmed and powerless. Black people have begged, prayed, and petitioned, demonstrated, and everything else to get the racist power structure of America to right the wrongs that which have historically been perpetuated against black people. The time has come for black people to arm themselves against this terror before it's too late. I'm telling you that his words ring true now because it ain't just for to arm yourselves... Because uh, you're all in the same right. fucking, we're all in the same fucking boat. soup. 
We're all slaves on the plantation now. We have to freaking pay our dues to the master in the White House, do you know? Yeah, big whitey's sitting up in the White House. Yeah, exactly. And we have to do something about it because, like, you know, we're all in the same boat. They love to conquer and divide. Divide and conquer, yeah. They like to, you know, they like to keep the racism alive. And, but, man, when I talk to black people nowadays and I, t- I explain it to them in, in this type of way, they go, man, you're right. I go, yeah, this ain't about whitey keeping you down. They're keeping me down, too. And me. All right. And me. So, <laughs> yo, Sean. <laughs> but, you know, it, you got to understand that, you know, what, is, what has gone on historically to keep the black people down, they, had, they learned, and they learned how to do it better. And they learned how to do it through propaganda, and they learned how to do it through mind control. Yeah, and, what was the name of that uh, shitty, um, and they, what, like, what were they calling that agency? Or that, uh, not agency, it was uh, um, what? like a mission that the government was on. Uh, the FBI was on, and Hoover was on, and on it, and I'm drawing a blank. Started with e, an I. I forgot. I forgot the word. Didn't sh- make, I need to make fucking notes. That's what I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all don't understand. I'm over here with a blank notebook. <laughs> you got something? What's to say on the top of that page? Oh, that's the gun clock. Okay. Pulpless.com slash gun clock. Pulpless. Pulpless.com right. slash gun clock. Yeah, we talked about that in the last episode, too. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is through the the actual keeping down of black people through propaganda and, and mutilation, or uh, not mutilation, through, right, uh, through force, they have, they've learned, and they learned to do it better, and they've expanded it not only to include black people, but to, to, to include all of us. The last sentence of the Second Amendment says, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It doesn't mean, well, if you're black, it can be infringed, or if you've got uh, too many guns, it can be infringed. Or No, infringed. it shall not be infringed. There is no if, and, or buts about it. You cannot mess with our guns. You know, that's the one thing that the politicians are afraid of is uh, uh, the people getting together and doing something like it's going on over in, in Syria right now or Libya right now, you know? It's like... It, and of course I'm not. And if you're listening, echelon, <laughs> you're not uh, proposing anything. I am a good boy. I'm just kind of exercising my First Amendment right to speak out and say what the hell I want to as long as I still have that right. Unless you're going to come and use intimidation and force to shut me up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking up something. Hold on. I know. Bear with me. Uh, <laughs> I know he's leaving me. I'm, I'm out here ranting and trying to keep it going. <laughs> anyway, so don't think for... And, and look, let me tell you all about the NRA. The National Rifle Association is kind of like a double-edged sword for me. I really do think they do a lot of good things with the youth programs and the training. Hell, I am, and, and Shooter Dan, too, are NRA firearms instructors, you know? Pow, pow. All right. And I really think that they oh, do a yeah. lot of good things on that side of it. I do not always agree what they do on the legislative side. They like to, um, what do you call it, uh, compromise... <laughs> A little, but the Second Amendment says it shall not be infringed. There is no compromise. You know, it's the one piece of property that you own 
that cannot be touched or regulated, yet they regulate it and take it from you all the freaking time. And it, and it doesn't make any sense. I give up. I give uh, up on I, that. I need some help, man. <laughs> Talk about connect. What's up? What's up? What the um? That was a subject that I'd like to know more about. What? Facebook Connect and uh, Microsoft Connect. X. It's, it's on Xbox. Xbox Connect. Yeah. That is Microsoft. And uh, Facebook facial recognition software. You know, and uh, Xbox, uh, Microsoft, <laughs> Xbox Connect. I believe it's Xbox. Is it Sony Connect? No, it's Xbox. Yeah, it's Xbox. Is it? Well, the, the games are really fun, you know. You get to get in front of the TV and move and, and shoot things and run and, you know, ski and surf and you get to play, you know. It's like it, it actually uses your body motion to control what's going on on the screen. But, however, it when it's on and you walk in the room, it recognizes you and it's like it, it knows who you are. Where is this data going, you know? <laughs> I just don't trust it all. We live in a police state, you know? Um, there's examples of examples out there. They're putting all these cameras up on every street corner, and they actually have gate recognition is what they call it, gate recognition software. And gate is G-A-I-T, right? Where... <laughs> Hey, if y'all heard my dog, that's my dog barking. She's barking at something. Oh, shit. <laughs> my dog's barking. Pepper! Oh, no. Pause it. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. Dogs were uh, going crazy. Did you hear about the ATF? <laughs> the ATF. Uh Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Yeah, the three of the guys that was love head of the old... Gotta love the ATF. The head of the gun runner or the uh, Operation Fast and Furious. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they got promoted. Yeah, they got promoted. How you like that? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Oh, nice. They're doing such a good job. How the fuck did they get promoted? They got promoted just so they will shut the fuck up about what they know. Oh, it's one of those promotions. Right. Here, we're going to give you more money. Now you don't have to, you're not in a field office anymore. You're going to be working in Washington real close to the rest of the elite. You did good, boys. You know? And that's it. There you go. You know? And that's what it's become. That is the system that we live in. How about those Fullerton cops that... That beat down that guy. Uh, six cops beat this guy down to death. He's screaming out for his dad. Killed him. Bye. Good, you, there you go. Done. You're, you're, your life is over. I'd like to see. You going to put that link up? Need, yeah, I'll put a link to it. I'm sure everybody has probably heard something about it because a lot of the people, the residents of Fullerton, are really pissed off about it and have, uh, have basically stormed every... Uh, City commission meeting, raising hell about it. Oh, and then right, <laughs> you ready for this? The cops were allowed to view the videotape before writing their their reports. Oh, really? Right. That's always pleasant. It <laughs> makes it a lot easier for them then, huh? Right. They what they did. They can watch what they did. Right. Yeah. They can get their story right. Hey, right here. This is where I fucking put the fucking um, <laughs> I, taser I, in his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, and, and they showed some pictures of this guy before and after, and you couldn't even recognize him. He was so, so beat up. It wasn't even funny. And, and I, I heard the audio to it. I didn't see the video. I don't know. I'm sure it's out there, but I haven't seen the video. I don't really want to see it. I heard the audio, and it was gruesome enough just listening to him screaming for his life. He died like five days later in the hospital from complications, screaming for his dad to help him. We should have a regular segment of uh, uh, excessive use of force. Yeah, we can do that. Because those were six uniformed zombies taking yeah. down somebody. You know, that they got a call for somebody breaking into cars. He was homeless, and he was just on the streets. You know, he, and he had some problems mentally, but he, they searched him. He was unarmed. They, they handcuffed his, his legs and his feet together, right, in, in the, uh, like the, like on his stomach with his hands and feet behind him, right, uh-huh. and, and tased him and beat the fuck out of him. Wow. Yeah. Oh, he it, died? Six, five, six days later, yeah, in the hospital. Damn. Um, hey, I, I've heard of tasers killing a lot of people, but yeah. they sure whip them out and shoot them at you real quick. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like you get out of line, they don't hit you in the head with a flashlight like well, because, you used to. Because, because <laughs> they, they, they claim that it is non-lethal force, you know, the, so they're a oh, little shit. quicker to pull the trigger on it. Like, oh, this is just a taser. Oh, that fucker died. Oh, my God. So then now all six cops... Uh, uh, they're on administrative leave with pay. They don't gotta, tase me, bro. Don't tase me, bro. <laughs> it's, it's the same. It, we live in an authoritarian dictatorship at this moment. And we all have to realize, and, and it's time to let the masters know that, that we, we good little uh, uh, field slaves. We be good, master. We yeah, be good. Right. We're tired. Don't tase me. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're tired of it. <laughs> We don't want to put up with it anymore, you know? So people go out there and buy Go against them. Buy guns. Buy a lot of ammunition. Take some training. Learn how to defend yourself. Get yeah. out of debt. Get uh, Learn your rights. Learn your rights. You know, start becoming... Don't, don't just go with it because that's the way it is. Because that's what they want to lure you into into a, a, a state of just going with the flow, you know, we'll just get in this cattle car, everything will be over. We're going to the we're going to happy land. <laughs> yeah, we are. Anyway, uh here's something that I gotta talk about, because this really burnt me up. Because it doesn't seem like it would burn somebody up at first. Because it doesn't it, it's like oh yeah, that's just the government trying to mandate more bullshit, you know? They're trying to increase the ethanol in our gasoline from 10% to 15%. Does that piss you all off? No. It's like, yeah, it sounds like something they would do. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, what they don't tell you is that ethanol, uh, after it's run through an engine. It ain't good for the engine, I know that. Well, that's another thing. Hold on. We're going to get to that because, like, first off, when it's run through an engine, it actually creates more pollution than regular regular uh petroleum okay all right so it, so it, it actually increases their so-called uh carbon footprint or their pollution or whatever well but i thought they were against all that you know but no 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 this is it goes deeper yeah it's not good for the engine and they said a good 70 percent of the cars out here will suffer engine damage due to the higher levels of ethanol put into the gasoline 
Okay. All right. So now they're going to they're going to basically poison your engine so they don't work. But what do you got to do then? What do you got to do? You got to go buy another car, right? Yeah. Oh, from the car makers that's been subsidized with the government money. You see? Yeah. It's all a scam. It's all let's just freaking kill off the cars that are out there by increasing the ethanol production. They'll have to go buy cars that can actually handle it that will be produced by government motors. Ta-da! Perfect business model, and, and you can't lose attitude when you know they're gonna. The, the 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 rulers will make plenty of money on that one. Yeah, <laughs> it pisses me off. Can't afford the hybrids. No, too expensive. Yeah, let's mandate more ethanol. Okay, I, I remember. Like, hold, uh, hold on, one more thing. I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. And one more thing you got to remember now, people, is in order and to get more ethanol into the gas system like that, then they're going to have to grow more corn, okay? And it's all, we already grow more corn for ethanol subsidies than we do for food. So now you have to buy a new car that can handle the more ethanol, and at the same time, your, get, your food prices go sky high, you know? It doesn't make any sense. I didn't mean to cut you off. What was you going to say? I forgot. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize for that one. I just had to get that out there before I forgot it. Well, that you you got um that benefits uh Master Whitey. <laughs> that benefits uh the gas companies and oil companies yep. and it benefits uh the automakers. Monsanto and their fucking corn. Monsanto and their all their corn. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. So uh and, yeah, it makes sense to me. Right. And the higher prices they can they can break the people's back with higher prices, you know, and keep us poor and keep us working and toiling and trying to get ahead in the American dream. Oh, we got to get ahead. Oh, but the, uh, uh, we can't afford it. It's like they keep us in a constant state of anxiety, you know, cuz right now. Yeah, and what's this big mystery anyway? What big mystery? No, finish what you said and I'll uh pick up um and speaking of the anxiety the ssri drugs the selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors right now is at an all-time high prescription wise when economic downturn people turn to medication to ease their minds which create more freaking mindless zombies that just oh, go along with the freaking zombie problem. apocalypse right there yeah when the shit hits the fan y'all be prepared Mm-hmm. For the SSRI zombies <laughs> yep. to fucking be the first wave of attack, <laughs> right <laughs> on the zombie fucking apocalypse army, right? I, I can see it because I, they are going to need money or medicine or something, and they're just gonna fucking go fucking crazy. Yep, I can see that, and they're gonna take up weapons, whatever they can get their fucking zombie hands on. Right. And they're coming after your money and your pills, whatever you got. Right. Anything they can find rummaging through your house. Right. They're, to support their, well, their crazy habit. Because they're, they're already, already ha- out of their mind. Right. Once, once they can't get their medication. Right. So they got nothing to lose. Right. They're going to kill you before they kill themselves, at least the majority of them. Right. And some <laughs> of them will kill, we'll turn it on themselves because a yeah, lot y'all of them. Yeah, y'all go to uh, com. Yep. If y'all want to check out some scary shit. Right. We talked about this before. Uh, com. I think that was episode six. Yeah. 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 That is the leading cause of zombieitis out there. <laughs> episode six. 
Yeah. Talk about that. Speaking of which, what the hell happened with episode six? Did y'all not know? I know that on episode six and seven, y'all, we put them out like back-to-back days, and I think people just miss six. Cause, or some people miss seven, and vice versa. Yeah, but but seven has a, a lot higher downloads, norm, the normal close to 300, 300 and some odd range. Uh, but six, like but six is like, yeah, six is looking weak, y'all, and that was a good one. We had a personal story about a zombie attack on that. Y'all got to go back and listen to that one. <laughs> S-S-R-I stories.com Fucking crazy shit. Blow your mind. Uh-oh. Speaking of zombies attack. It's that time. Where I will read to you. Uh-huh. Stories of zombies trying to get shit. <laughs> <laughs> and only the names of the zombies have been changed. <laughs> All right. Out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Uh Uh-huh. Police say two suspected zombies have already been dealt a great deal of punishment. First, the homeowner caught the zombies rifling through his garage. I asked him what the hell he was doing, and he said, clean the garage. (laughs) The homeowner recalls, the homeowner excitedly ran inside to get his gun. Oh, Lord. He's got a live one. He's like, zombie! <laughs> and the zombies fled. Police caught one of the zombies hiding under a nearby vehicle. And his accomplice was arrested after he had brazenly broke into a second home. In that incident, the homeowner shot the zombie with a shotgun. And... Held him for police. He held him for the police? That was funny, though. I'm cleaning your garage without your permission. <laughs> Stay right there. I'm just, I'll yeah. be right back. Keep on cleaning. <laughs> yeah. I'll be right back. I will pay you right. with buckshot in your ass. Right. <laughs> no. All right. Out of Omaha World Herald. Omaha. I think it's a... Uh... What does she got? Uh, I don't know, man. My, my tearing dog. something up over here. <laughs> my, Holy shit. What is it? I don't know. Hold on. Let me get my dog. We got a problem. Okay. What is it? It's a piece of plastic. All right, Pepper, you got to go out the door. Like, you go ahead. I'm going to let her out. All right. The owner of uh, Midwest Grills and Jewelry, Andre McKesson, let two zombies in the store while a third zombie waited outside. The zombie expressed interest in purchasing a decorative mouthpiece known as a grill. <laughs> I want a grill. <laughs> Argument ensued. The man outside recalls hearing, "Why are you playing games with us, man? <laughs> Why Where's you our teeth? Hold on, Why are you playing games? Where's man? our teethus? <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> Where's my teethus? <laughs> Can you give me a refund, nigga? God, will you stop? <laughs> <laughs> no, give me my teeth. <laughs> That's what it says. All right. Police say one of the zombies pulled a gun and fired two shots into the wall where McKesson had been standing. McKesson grabbed a semi-automatic rifle from behind the, from behind the counter and killed both the freaking zombies dead. <laughs> That's what it said. They were wanting freaking the golden grill, I guess, for uh, their teeth. Is it really worth it, people? And why do you want them? Because the media tells you that it's cool. Because they're zombies. That's why. All right. 
A frequent customer. Oh, this is Orlando, sent in Orlando, Florida. Okay. A frequent customer at a convenience store noticed a zombie looking around out around the store as if casing it. Suspicious, he decided to go to his vehicle and call for help. As soon as I touched my cell phone, I heard the store clerk screaming, "Help! Help! Help!" Right. The customer explained, the five foot four man grabbed a Smith and Wesson forty caliber pistol from his vehicle and bravely ran back inside the store. Good for him. Uh huh. Surveillance video shows the zombie hitting, pounding the female clerk with a beer bottle and wrestling her to the ground. The customer filed, fired two shots, killing the zombie dead. Police found a knife and a water cache on, on the zombie. So we got a hero. Saves the day there. There you go. Most people wouldn't run back inside. I know. As sad as it is, I would. You would? Yeah, anybody that has a gun should run if they hear somebody screaming help. Well, you live with yourself if you just did That was in Orlando, right? Yeah. See, that's that's one thing about uh, Florida is you do have the right to protect others, Um, not just yourself. The, the law allows it. In some states, you're not allowed to. So people look up the individual. Really? Right. Yeah. yeah, I remember something about that when that old yeah. man was getting beat by the car door. Right. Remember that? Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, the video footage. The on. zombie was like slamming him the car door into his yeah. head. Right, right. And everybody was and, walking and everybody by. everybody just walked by and right. looked. Right. And it was a big controversy on what they should yeah. have done. Uh-huh. And they should have done something. I don't care what kind of law it is. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, there's a certain point. Well, you know, we have to abide by the master's rules. The master. The master knows best that they are. They have everything under control. They are figuring out the problems as we speak in Jackson Hole, Wyoming this week. And our economy will be turning around. You know. That's, an, every, <laughs> that's another episode. Yeah. The master knows best. The master knows best. That, that's basically, you're right. Speaking of upcoming episodes, good job on the zombies attacking, anyway. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, uh, upcoming episodes, man, We I know we've been talking about this militia episode, but we're doing some research on it now. We'll get it done. We also want to do one called uh, How to Survive the Zombie Apocalypse, which I think everybody's done on, on zombie uh, podcasts, and there's books written about it, and zombie survival handbook, and this, that, and the other. But, man, it's such a fun thing to talk about. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? And we're going to get to those episodes and do what we can. More gun reviews coming in later episodes. Yeah, more gun reviews. And don't let them fool you with that ethanol stuff. No. I just can't believe that more corn's going to ethanol production now than food production. And you say, well, it's just corn, so how can it, you know, that, well, you got to remember, corn is the feed of the cattle the chickens, the pigs, uh-huh. you know, and everything. It, it ain't just in corn. Yeah, fuck it, the bumblebee or the uh, honeybee. Oh, and well, fuck the monarch butterfly. Right. <laughs> Let's fucking fatten up this fucking Monsanto's farms. And they, they said, <laughs> uh, I read something about that recently. I remember I told you that I thought I heard that Monsanto was dying. Uh-huh. So I looked it up and uh, no, 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 no. No, that's why uh, I, I was they got baffled. 330 million acres. Right. 330 million acres. I don't doubt it. Of genetically altered farmland. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it one bit. 330 million acres. Yep. And if you happen to have a... And then people are sitting around going, what's going on with the honeybee? (laughs) (laughs) They're fucking killing that motherfucker. That's what's going on. Hey. And uh, (laughs) uh, everybody was saying, oh, no, it's cell phones. 
It's the cell phones. The cell phones killing honeybees, <laughs> yeah. not the fucking poison that they no. breed into the uh, plants. Nah, it can't be that. <laughs> People, genetically modified creations of nature. You can't put it in the food supply. It's not good. You know, I don't want to eat that Franken food. Where's my Rossum foods? I said there ain't no going back for the farmers now. Oh, I know. Well, I, I don't no doubt. I, they, I don't. They've, it's, yeah, they're, they're they're they've crossed the Rubicon on it. Original seed yeah. is a, no more. Well, it's very isolated. They're buying it all up as fast as they can too, just so it's not available. To hey, here's one. Anybody else? Here's one. It's an article that was on LouRockwell.com. I just want to touch base on this one real quick. All right, all right. and I got to touch base on something. What? Oh, what are doing? Okay, it's called zombies. This is the actual title of the article on LouRockwell.com. Zombies born of government spending. Zombie, zombie in the night, making cities burn so bright. What immortal hand could frame that fearful symmetry? It's just a little joke. But he says, uh, yes, dear reader, the mobs are getting angry. And here, here's a story from what's going on in Germany. Did you know about this one? I, I didn't know until I read this article. This is pretty pretty... Pretty interesting, because you think Germany is one of the most healthiest nations in the European Union, correct? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because their production is up, and their economy is strong. They're bailing out Greece and Spain and Portugal and all this other shit, you know what I mean? Through German money is bailing out the other members of the Union, European Union. It says here that far-left extremists are specifically targeting German luxury cars. Symbol of the country's wealth and power, bringing the total number of vehicles torched in the German capital, just the German capital this year, to at least 138. We're halfway through the year. Uh, At more than doubles the figure for all of 2010. All right, so now you have Roman rampaging zombies out targeting Mercedes in Germany in just the capital of Germany, and you got 138 of them that just went up, they just burn them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the rise in Berlin car burnings coincides with widespread lawlessness that erupted last, you know, last week across England. And I say that because I think this article is probably a good week old. All right? Uh, more than 1,500 people were arrested as rioters looted shops, attacked bystanders, and burnt autos. In Berlin, far-left extremists are specifically targeting the German luxury car symbols because it's a symbol of the country's wealth and export prowess, right? This is a quote from the police. It says the arsonists want to hit what they say are the, quote, fat cats. Berlin police spokesman Michael Grayson said, a special unit is investigating the fires as political crimes after the police received letters claiming responsibility that derided globalization, gentrification, and rising rents. Damn, I wonder if they're a member of the, the Rents Too Damn High Party. <laughs> remember that guy? Uh-huh. In, England, in England, they still close. Uh, on, the, on the continent, they burn cars. Thousands of Renaults and Citroens. I don't know what kind of car that is. It's probably some UK piece of shit. They have been torched in France in recent years, and now they're starting to burn BMWs and Mercedes in England and France. It's like it's weird. It's like they see it, and they get mad and burnt. Freaking with the zombie mentality, and they got to go burn it. Ain't that weird? Yeah. 
like us going around burning fucking Chevys. What the fuck? Well, I, well <laughs> let's think. Uh, let, let's think of a higher end car here in America. That Cadillac. We, yeah, we see every Cadillac. We got to go burn, burn, <laughs> burn, burn. <laughs> fucking take your. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. It is. Uh, all right, but what do zombies do in America? Do they still close? Do they burn cars? Or do they join the tea party? Ah, you see where the article's going. First, we need to define our terms. This is a serious matter, and people are beginning to use the word zombie way too loosely, <laughs> causing it to lose its meaning. Poor Thomas L. Frieden, for example, managed to mix everything up, confusing the zombies on the streets of Croydon with Michelle Bachman and the Tea Party crowd. He sees only that they are all angry. So he's like any kind of angry mad, they call angry mob, they call them the zombies. You know what I mean? And Friedman is the worst leftist guy that there is, you know? Uh, so what's the difference between an angry zombie and a person who is angry because he's tired of supporting zombies? <laughs> you see? <laughs> Uh, in economic terms, a zombie is a parasite. This is from the article, y'all. Um, he contributes less to the economy than he takes from it. He lives at the expense of others. Almost any profession or career can be a nest for a zombie. An auto mechanic who rips off his customers, for example, is a zombie, at least in a sense. But most often, zombies are created, enabled, and supported by government. Government transfer payments create whole armies of zombies. Government bailouts turn whole industries into zombies. Government programs and government employment turn millions of otherwise reasonably honest and reasonably productive people into leeches. A guy who might have been a decent gardener, for example, becomes an, an SEC lawyer or a homeland security guard. You know, they become zombies. They become part of the problem and not the answer. Pol politicians like, politician like zombies... Oh, politicians like zombies. They do. They love them. Yeah. They love the zombies because zombies are cheap. You know, if you buy a vote from a man who is independently wealthy, well, it's going to cost you. But uh, And the bourgeois, which earns its money from honest toil oh, no. and enterprise, is hard to buy. Two French words in one episode. That's right. Two French words. Fuck Fuck <laughs> bourgeois. Uh, but the zombie votes... But the zombie votes, well, <laughs> they're a dime a dozen. Hey, just increase Social Security or Medicare. Zombies will line up to vote for you, you know? It's relatively easy to turn people into zombies, and it's fairly easy to support them when an economy is healthy and expanding. But when an economy goes into a contraction like has happened now, you can no longer afford to give the zombies their meat. Then what? Well, you'll watch out because the zombies rise up like they did in Greece, you know? Uh, Germany was the success story of Europe until this week. The latest numbers show that German economy has stopped growing. In fact, it is now trailing the rest of Europe, which is said to be growing at a very slow rate itself. Friends in Berlin tell us that young people have gotten used to living off the government. Youth unemployment is high. Everybody wants to earn money and status in the easiest way possible. Even well-educated young people find they can live better by taking government support payments than by actually working at a regular job. You know, but what will they do when these checks no longer come? Everyone, look out. The zombies are coming. When I read that article, I was like, wow. It really yeah. put it into perspective of exactly what we're talking about with the Liberty or Zombie podcast. And Lou Rockwell. 
Thank you for publishing that, and I hope you're listening, sir. <laughs> so they're mass breeding zombies. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, uh, well-educated, well-intentioned young people that they find it easier just to go on the government dole, you know? just to, oh, 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 i got to buy some more ammunition. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't yeah. got enough. I, I, I need another thousand rounds. I know. <laughs> and that's what we told you earlier, people. Buy your ammo. Buy your food supply. You know, buy uh, – try to get yourself a bug-out location. If you're going to bug in, you're already in a good spot. Fucking get your security down. We don't know what's happening. Only thing we know that uh, it ain't good. Get yourself a long-range hand cannon, zombie killer, like right. a Remington 700 or equivalent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you know, 300 win. Do what you have to do, people, in order to uh, – to Headshot. <laughs> do what you got to do in order to protect yourself and your family and your and your family's assets, you know? Because it's coming, the time is going to come, and, and there, when 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 those uh, you know, when those zombies come, mm-hmm. you know, I don't what, feel like a zombie right now. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> it took me a few seconds to get that one in. Oh man! Speaking of zombies, um. We did watch a movie, Zump. Oh, Chris Zump. Yeah, we forgot all about you on this episode. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Should have dead getting some suck-up points. That's funny. Uh, I, I got to first confess my error, okay? Cause, uh, well, yeah, this is bad, man. Really bad. Because you and him both, both of y'all, talked about the black sheep, the movie about the, the zombie sheep. Right, and I was like, I really want to see this movie, so I got it off Netflix, right? Uh-huh. And we it's ordered, a good movie. yeah, that one in Bubba Hotel. But then we streamed Dead Snow, right? And for some reason, I thought it was the DVD, and I sent Black Sheep back without ever watching it. We got to get it again. Uh, I'll just order it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come on, do the uh, plug. The what plug? Bubba Hotel. Okay. <laughs> Hey, we're going to talk about the movies for a second. First of all, let's talk about Dead Snow. We'll get to Bubba Hotep in a second. Uh, she recommended Dead Snow. I'd never seen it. Uh, had you seen it before? Uh-uh. It's relatively new, I think. Is it? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what year. We don't know the actors. We don't know nothing because that's how we roll around here. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we do our reviews. <laughs> that's how we do our reviews. Uh, man, you know, after a semi-slow start, that was uh, it was a pretty damn entertaining movie. It was uh-huh. your classic, you know, young people in a cabin, you know, except there's snow all around and the and the Nazi zombies come out. And it was some really cool looking, uh, realistic looking zombies, you know, Nazi zombies. Yeah, exactly. Which added a certain element to it. Um, lots of blood. Yeah, lots of blood. You know, and there was some real parts you go, why did they do that? But who cares? Yeah, it was, it was just, fun. Yeah, it was fun, and it was great. So y'all go see Black... Oh, what was it called? Dead Snow. Dead Snow, yeah. All right. Thanks, so. Thank you, Chris. Um, and we're going to have her on. We're going we're gonna to get her in here where she makes her recommendations. And for those of you and have, that had sent us any emails um, telling us about movies, we got them, we will see them, yeah. and we will... Rec, you know, we'll we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll um, comment. Yeah, and we're going to go to the classics too. You know, like let's go rewatch like Night of the Living Dead. 
Let's go rewatch it and see what the hell it's really about yeah. again. I think it's been years. I'd like since. to watch Resident Evil again. We can do that. There's you know. a new one coming out too. Is there? Yeah. Yeah, we'll go to the movies Resident and see Evil that one. Four. All right. Bubba Hotep, she recommended. Now it's not really a zombie movie, but it's kind of it's you know it, it does have a zombie-like mummy in it, you know. All right, be prepared because we're going to tell the truth around here. I think she recommended it because of Mr. Campbell and Bruce Campbell. Dead, yeah, yeah. You know what? I, and this is what I got to say about it. What an awesome premise, you know. <laughs> you got Elvis, uh, Mr. Campbell. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you got you. The premise was you got Elvis and he was tired of his of his life, so he goes and becomes an Elvis impersonator and sends the impersonator over to become him, and he he's the one that actually dies on the on the commode, and he gets stuck being an impersonator. But after he falls off a stage, he's in a convalescent home, but he's the real Elvis and nobody believes him, <laughs> you know. Oh, and there are some cult classic catchy lines in that movie. <laughs> there is, and and, I, and and Bruce Campbell makes one hell of a freaking funny Elvis. You know, uh-huh. he was good at it. The only problem I saw with the movie was whoever directed it. It was slow. You know, you can only handle so many one-liners, and then you go, "Okay, get on with it." All right, come on, get on with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I think the one-liners are. If it wasn't for those, it wouldn't. Have, if what, it wasn't him doing Elvis, it wouldn't. Have, what do I care? I got a growth on my back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it made us laugh out loud. What do I care? I got a growth on my pecker. <laughs> what do I care? I got a growth on my pecker. Yeah, that shit was funny, man. It was a and he and Bruce Campbell loved that guy, loving almost everything he's ever done, especially in the Evil Dead Two, and Evil Dead One. It was funny, but this movie Bubba Hotel could have been so much better with with a with with some sort of better editing or directing or something. You know what I'm saying? It could have it could have been a little quicker, a little faster, but maybe it's it came out in 2003. Maybe movies now, we're just used to them being quicker and faster, you know? Yeah. And um, like, like we were saying before, we will, we have gotten a lot of emails about movies to watch. Uh-huh. Um, Chris Zump was one of the first ones that uh, told us of movies to watch, so we got those out of the way first. Uh, we will get to yours. Yep. And, uh, hey, don't forget to mention your boy uh, or... or um, <laughs> What the fuck's going on? No. I don't know something. I, I am out of the loop. <laughs> yeah. I take that back. But yeah, go y'all should go listen to Empty Mag's podcast. You know, like I said, we we mentioned him before. He he does have good <clears throat> sound uh advice for uh, you know new shooters he's not like one of those bullet head tactical operator dudes you know which can be intimidating to a new shooter which brings me to another podcast that that uh, mentioned us uh, on their last episode and i've listened to all of them that's where i first found out about the zombie shooters association as well we'll send a link out on that uh to zombie shooters association they they're doing some really good stuff and we'll, we were going to talk about them more in depth at a later episode but the new shooter podcast if you're a new shooter because we talk about guns and we talk about guns a lot you know kind of in a yeah, funny there way are a lot of good people out there talking about guns but this guy he has a a different slant yeah he's uh, he's completely new at the whole the whole game just like if you are new at buying guns uh-huh. and you go to the range this is the podcast you need to listen to because he's learning right along with you. 
You know, and he's describing it in such a way as the first time he gets to shoot this type of gun and the stuff he's learning and, and it's real fundamentals, but it's kind of it's kind of refreshing for, for us uh, uh, guys who've been shooting uh, to, to go back and remember what it was like when, you know, what he's talking about. So it's kind of nostalgic to go, yeah, I remember when I was, like, thinking like that. and You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the new shooter podcast is a good one. He's only like six episodes in, so uh, give him a shot, uh, uh, a listen, and, and let us know what y'all think. Uh, he's only yeah, he's three less... behind us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we're we're like yeah, like we're so damn established. <laughs> uh, bitches, we will be. Yeah. So anyway, I'd like to thank all y'all again. You know, go like our Facebook fan page, send us some emails, and listen. And here's something that also, if you're still with us, we're probably at the hour 15 mark or so right now. If you're still with us, listen, we put a donate button on our page, okay? We don't like it on there. We didn't even mention it last podcast. We're waiting an hour or something into this one. We want it gone, but we need some more equipment uh, in order to make this podcast better, you know. So once we hit about the $400 range in donations, we're going to take it down. We don't want to beg nobody for money and mention it all the time. And No. No. And we don't want nothing, something for nothing. Right. We just want to be able to make this podcast better. Right. <laughs> so well. if you've got five or ten bucks laying around, you know. Or two. Right. Or two. It doesn't matter. You it, might get something sent back to you. Exactly. So be sure <laughs> Be sure uh, it, it goes to PayPal. So, you know, be sure you leave uh, uh, in the description your, your address and we might get something sent back to you. we got some other things in the work to raise some money, too. We're not ready to uh, to actually reveal it yet, but. Banned. Huh? Movies. <laughs> Banned, <laughs> yeah. Banned and suppressed movies. Yeah, maybe There's some documentaries you might like to see that we could. Hey, just documentaries. donate. Documentaries. Just don't. Shh, just donate. Maybe you get a prize in the mail a little bit later. All right. And with that, conspiracy of silence. <laughs> all right. And with that, are you ready to roll to wrap this up? Let's wrap it up. Remember, people. If you don't know your rights, you don't have any rights. Learn your rights, people. Later, who plays? <laughs>